welcome back, Cuzzies, to another episode of the Coaster Cuzzies podcast. If this is your first time tuning in to the Coaster Cuzzies, this podcast is where two friends talk about roller coasters, theme parks, and shenanigans. Your hosts for the show today are Coaster Bro and Chef Jeff. In today's episode, the Cuzzies will continue to the trek down the East Coast in search of credits, grub, and glory. So stay tuned and listen to the Cuzzies in your ear. Credits, grub, and glory. That's what you're going to get from this week's Poster Cuzzies. We're going to Hershey Park, baby. Hershey Park. You like Hershey Park, Jeff? You like, you like candy? I like candy, but I've never been to Hershey Park. Uh, oh, I would love to be there because there's there's a lot going on there. Yeah, I, I'm going to be going at the end of the week. <laughs> or beginning of next week, I'll be there. I'm pretty pumped for it. Yeah, I'm pumped for you. That's, uh, that's definitely a park I'd, I, you know, I'd like to actually go to. Hey, uh, happy 4th of July, by the way. It's yeah, the and also. 4th of July, if you're... Li- if you're listening on the 4th of July, by the way, you are a dedicated listener. I appreciate you. Uh, amazing. Um, hope you get to blow stuff up. Um, I will be just in the bathroom with my dog, just holding him the whole time because he's afraid of fireworks. I don't know if you're the same over there. Probably. Uh, that's not how I thought that sentence was going to go. I thought you were going to say that you were in the bathroom blowing stuff up. Hey, there's a good chance. There is a good chance. My diet probably will not be um, an active situation on the 4th of July. So, especially if I had Chipotle, it's not going to go well, Chef Jeff. Right? No, I I can relate. Well, uh, some of you might be wondering, where is the theme park stud? Where is that guy? Usually he's he's here. He's dancing in the intro. He's, he's, He's shouting the intro. He's getting us pumped for Hershey Park. But um, unfortunately, he um, he was having a Hooters withdrawal, and um, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, they had a, they had a closed Hooters there. They they no longer have a, an active Hooters situation. <laughs> it sounded like active shooter, but an active Hooters, you know, having an active Hooters drill. <laughs> um, anyway, he he's there. He's crying. He's gonna be there for a while. Um, he was just in bad shape when we left. So is what it is. Jeff and I, we love candy. So we were able to quit crying at the Hooters and, and, and get a move on. But yeah, my, my love for candy outweighs my uh, <laughs> care for my friends, apparently. There you go. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. And it, theme park still will be fine. It's going to be okay. All right. Have you been up to anything? Uh, like at a- all? We're it's been a heck of a last week, week and a half. Uh, oh, yeah. My brother, I'll just. Oh, yeah. The, the short, oh, God. Short and sweet. My brother had an incident with a mower. Um, my car died. It's like kaput. I'm waiting on the paperwork so that I could get it to salvage. By the way, your brother's like okay ish. Yeah, he's good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he did not lose any appendages, which looked like he was going to for a minute. Yeah, for uh, I mean, if we want to get into the nitty gritty, there's a chance he was going to lose the toe next to his big toe. Uh, instead, he just lost the tendon on the underneath, so he can't like bend it anymore. But he be still ca- got the toe. Yeah, be careful mowing on hills, cuzzies. Yeah, not good. Yeah, it was a bad time. Wear good shoes. Uh, yeah, and then uh, I was out playing 
soccer with theme parks out a couple of weeks ago and then sprained my meniscus in my left knee. So I'm doing a lot better now, but I still like I've I've torn an ACL before. I, I know the the feelings. Uh, this is kind of like leading. I don't have like any pops or clicks in that knee, but it's uh, it definitely hurts to bend to a certain degree, um, but it's less so than when it initially happened. So I know we're already on the path to healing. It's just been a time, man. How about you? <laughs> yeah, um, it's been a lot better than that. I mean, there hasn't been a whole lot going on outside of um, I am really excited because myself and all the boys are going to be going to free RT, depending on your meniscus <laughs> situation. Uh, it'll be good. I'm, I'll, I'll be good by then. Nice. Um, I, I can already... Like at the start of the week, I probably couldn't bend it past like 45 degrees before it was like screeching pain. Now I'm close to like when sitting, I can almost tuck it underneath my leg. Like because I when I'm sitting working, my I generally have a tendency to tuck in my feet like under the chair. Yeah. Um, so I'm getting closer to being able to do that without pain. Well, that's good. Yeah, but free RT is uh, in the loops throwing a little party up at Adventureland and. Uh... We all applied. We all got it. And there's going to be free beer. There's going to be ERT on Monsters. So if you're going to be there on August 13th, come say hi to the Cuzzies. We'll be there. We're going to be having a good time. I think Jeff's day tripping. The rest of us, we're going to make a little weekend out of it. Go to Lost Island theme park, too. So I'm going to, hopefully that new Intamin opens up. But um, going to be checking out a new theme park on the way, too. So. We have yet to finalize, for sure. But uh, it will likely yeah, just be a day trip. We'll see. Oh, you're good, man. Hey, you're there for the party. Yeah, they, I'm just happy to be there. We might be going to ride an SLC in a wacky word, so it might not be worth it. <laughs> All right, well, we got to get going on the road trip here. We're going to Hershey Park, but we're also going to Dutch Wonderland as well. We'll say the best for last, which is Dutch Wonderland. Uh, but let's go ahead and start with Hershey Park. Seems like there might be a little bit of history with Hershey Park, the way I understand yeah, I it, could, Jeffrey. I could expand so far on this, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep this one a little more concise. Uh, shortly after the establishment of Hershey Township, uh, Hershey Park opened on May 30th, 1906. And to kind of give you a little context, I think Hershey was still kind of setting up to where he wanted everything on his plot of land in 1903. So that's a pretty quick turnaround for everything that we've got going. Uh, in 1906, the primary attraction uh, for Hershey Park was their baseball stadium. They had a game on opening day, and the Hershey squad won 13-1. to Just so, annihilated them. Yeah, that's pretty heavy. Not the Hershey uh, pain. That's an anybody versus the Royals score. Um, <laughs> it's true. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so the first ride was added to the park in 1908, a uh, Herschel carousel. Herschel, not Hershey. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. What they did. Right? Yeah. Um, so... Uh, you know, the addition of rides was initially slow, but kind of really picked up in the 20s and onward. Uh, the, far, the park's first coaster addition was the Wildcat, which was added in 1923. Uh, the park has been highly successful through the years, definitely expanding on that collection uh, of rides and attractions to pair with, uh, what, there's something else they're known for out there. Is it, is it chocolate? I think it's spaghetti. Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, no, that's Del Grosso's. Yeah, it's definitely chocolate. Yeah, definitely chocolate. But yeah, so that's our that's our little tidbit of history here. A little shorter yeah. than normal, but... 
Oh yeah, it, but it, it's a great history, and you know, people compare this Hershey dude. I forget his actual name, but Milton, uh, Milton, all Milton here. They compare him to Disney, and the chocolate version of Disney. I don't really know if that was, doesn't seem like the best way to describe it, um, <laughs> but it is what I accidentally said. So we're gonna go with it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> chocolate Disney. <On> now. <laughs> yeah, it's, chocolate it's Disney. official. I can't edit this out. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and and one thing I do want to point out about Hershey Park, I did put up some uh, some tweets the other day, saying that Hershey Park, in my opinion, has a better coaster lineup, and that it is a better resort than Cedar Point, in my opinion. So we're gonna we're gonna highlight that a little bit later. But first of all, if you're going to Hershey Park, you're not fasting that day. No, you, you better not be in some sort of a fast situation. Um, because there is food everywhere there's chocolate all the way to the horizon and it's some great food so you might as well highlight that for us jeff yeah uh leading off um we have the 1906 grill uh just kind of looks like a walk up and get your general park fair they've got burgers chicken cheese curds which i'm always down to see big cheese curd guy uh, fries and more um you know it'll be your standard fare just kind of walk up grab it and go uh, carry on with your day goes if you if there's a long line you got a burger in your hand you're good to go 1906 grill i also like uh, um something about that too that i noticed is they have like some dietary areas too so like they have like a gluten-free area that you can go to at that i did not know. i didn't uh see that but that is actually super interesting to know you've been there before right um yes i don't think i've eaten at this one though i think i ate at another one that it'll probably bring up but okay. um i've just studied a lot uh, in the past two two months or so that's fair <laughs> uh my my studying is generally uh the week of <laughs> so. um all right so next on the list we've got the chocolatier restaurant and bar uh it's more of a family restaurant style appears to be the sit down option for the park uh, with any menu items often carrying chocolate in one fashion or another uh, menu does look pretty good but it's uh, you know gonna have your your normal uh, savory restaurant options but uh, I, I didn't get a chance to look through the menu yet but uh, did claim on their site that's pretty chocolate intensive menu well let me tell you about this place because i'm um i'm pretty fucking excited for it uh, yeah i put it in Was this the place you thought i'd mention uh, no, I haven't eaten here yet because this is uh, this was like newly added to their new front gate that they did a couple. I mean, that would have been what, um, 2020? Mm. Bad timing, but this is when this restaurant opened. And what's unique about this and what adds to like the resort element of this is you don't have to have a park ticket for this one. You can have one. There's like entrances on both sides. But um, yeah, what, what my wife and I are doing, I, I got my reservation probably two months out. <laughs> And we're going to be eating right before because because Hershey has um, every ticket option that you buy. They have a preview plan. So you buy a full day ticket for one day. You can come in for the last two hours of the day the night before and get a couple rides in. So like we're going to go in and get some of those uh, low capacity rides, probably maybe try to get candemonium for the last ride of the day. But right before that, we've got reservations for the chocolatier. So really pumped for this. Is getting in there kind of the equivalent to 
like trying to get a meal in the castle at Disney? I don't think it's that um, intense, <laughs> but uh, I know it is like the popular restaurant right now. So yeah, I got my reservation in. It's like, let's just get it there. So I don't have to worry about it. And their, their menu is interesting. Like they have stuff like um, Reese's cheeseburgers. Um, and, and what they do is they don't like the what because I watched too many vlogs on this, but it's not like punching you in the mouth with chocolate, but it's like trying to be like tasteful with the chocolate and like infusing it into stuff. So like they have like a Reese's hummus or like, um, you know, an appetizer or they might have like a short rib with a chocolate glaze on it. And, um, you know, from as what an, I understand, yeah, as an example, I'm looking at one called the cocoa Cuban, uh, still roasted Hershey's cocoa rubbed pork shoulder. So mm -hmm. it's like, yeah. it's like actually doing fun culinary shit with chocolate. It's not just like there's a Reese's on your cheeseburger. It's like, no, they're going to like somehow infuse the Reese's flavor. You know what I mean? I will say a couple things that are highlighted at this restaurant. They have this big Ferris wheel as like an appetizer thing that all the, all the vloggers, all the influencers have to get it because of the picture. It doesn't look that good. It's like chicken fingers and, you know, uh, just like basic kind of fried stuff. So I don't think I'm going to be getting that on our, on our visit, but it does look good. It's pretty cool. Like I do it for out. the gram. Gotta do it for the gram, right? Yeah, I, I'm. That is their. That's the, the little uh, picture next to their shareables thing on their website. Nice. Uh, and it's got Hershey's chocolate barbecue chicken wings, uh, crispy <laughs> mozzarella, which is just mozzarella sticks. Yeah. Uh, classic chicken tenders, buffalo chicken dip, which I'm always down for, and uh, soft pretzel dippers. There you go. So it's like, it doesn't highlight the restaurant very well, which is what I don't like about it. It's more like yeah. crowd pleaser to get people to buy it, which I get. But um, another thing I'm very excited for, they have a Reese's Old Fashioned. So it's like an old fashioned served with like a miniature Reese's in it. That sounds like my kind of jam. But yeah, I'm just really excited for that restaurant. I think it's like, um, if you're going to Hershey Park, from what I understand, it's... Uh, you want to plan this into your day somehow. So, chocolatier. Chocolatier. All right. Um, next, we're we're branching out a little bit to something a bit more recognizable. I try to avoid this with these parks, but if you're going to be in the region, uh, they've got three locations of Nathan's hot dogs in nice. the park. Three. Uh, they don't Nathan's just have hot dogs, but you don't go to Nathan's for anything else. Nah, like what are you gonna do? You gonna get a a burger at Nathan's? You gotta, you gotta go, and you gotta pay your dues to Joey Chestnut. Eat like sixty nine hot dogs. Yeah, between rides. Yes, I almost made that my answer for Tony's question, <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't. We'll, Coming we'll soon to, to an episode near you. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So yeah, I mean, there's not much to say. It's Nathan's. You know they. You know what they do, and they do it well. Get yourself a dog. Yeah uh so kind of i know i just mentioned hot dogs but an alternate option to nathan's uh, has hot dogs plus uh they also make sausages and their own fresh cut potato chips we've got the Wurstberg grill mm. so i love a good tubed meat yeah i'm i'm always down 
Um, and then kind of rounding out the list, I couldn't come to Hershey Park without mentioning someplace sweet. Uh, and we've got the Sweetery Confectionery Kitchen. Oh. And they've got stuff all over the board uh, as far as taking care of your sweet tooth. So, you know, ice cream, pastries, actual candy, get in there. Sweetery Confectionery Kitchen. So I, I highly doubt that I hit the place that you had in mind. And now I'm curious. Well, I, I didn't, um, I don't know that I love the place, but it is where we ate. There was like a lookout that um, it was more memorable. I think it might be called something like that, like the lookout or coaster lookout or something like that. I, I don't really know. But um, it was just a really good view of like Comet and Skyrush and one other coaster. I want to say it might be Great Bear in the background. Um, I just had like a salad there last time I went because I was like, man, I've had so much fucking chocolate. <laughs> well, they have a number of like designated, like I don't know if it was like a pavilion style, but they had like on their uh, food section, they mentioned a number of like catering areas and pavilions. Um, so I don't know if it was like a temporary in one of those. Um, but I mean, there it's it's a massive food menu with plenty of local or unique stuff. Yeah. So they've got one called the Nut Hut. That's a good name. Go get your nut. Nut Hut. Nut Hut. <laughs> I also do want to point out that there is a Starbucks also. And um, anytime there's a Starbucks in the park, I mean, I might be getting a coffee or a tea or something. And, uh, you know, of course, they've got five dipping dots. Five of them. Five of them. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah, but great, great up. culinary park. Lots of chocolate to eat. Lots, lots yeah. to do with your sweet tooth. They've got, you know, all sorts of crazy shakes you can buy throughout the park and cookies. And man, it, you, you got to come with your sweet tooth to Hershey. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> all right. Now I do want to highlight the rides here. So we're looking at 14 different roller coasters, 15 if you count like light, you know, the, the racing coaster. It blows me away that they have that many, like, you know, I, I just, people don't talk about Hershey Park a lot, and it doesn't get the due that it deserves, I think, but, like, when you hear that it's got 14. Yeah, coasters. that's what I'm saying, it's one of the best coaster parks in America, especially I, when you I, talk you know, about Cedar Point losing two coasters last year. And uh, they've, just a little quick shade, uh, they've got three coaster editions that I can see since Worlds of Fun got there last. Yep. And um, they're all pretty damn good, too. We're being honest, so. Yeah. All right. Well, well, one of them's a kitty coaster, but. Down it. It still counts. Cred's a cred. All right. We're going to go down the list. I think I'm going alphabetical order here. So we'll start with the 2020 edition, Candemonium, the B&M hyper coaster that was a part of the Chocolate Town expansion, which is uh, – from what I can tell, a great addition to like the park and like the entrance. Very popular ride with the locals. One of the biggest criticisms, they had a hyper coaster that yeets you over every hill, makes you feel like you're going to die. And, uh, you know, the families that go to Hershey Park might not necessarily want that kind of crazy thrill. So I think they listened to their fans and uh, kind of put in a, a B&M hyper, which is still very fun, very thrilling. Coaster enthusiasts may not necessarily call it intense, 
but it is a crowd pleaser. And it is at the front of the park with a nice little Hershey fountain. It's very picturesque and a great name, I think. Um, one of my biggest criticisms of Hershey Park is that, like, you have all this candy IP, but you're not really using it. So it's good to see them be like, no, nah, this is the big, like, literally just be like, big candy coaster, Candemonium, which I uh, I love and appreciate that quite a bit. Yeah, and it, well, and, you know, I just, I love that they went all in and made it the colors, the Hershey colors. The Hershey chocolate. <laughs> Hershey chocolate track with uh, the gray silver accent. Yeah. For the supports. Which is what you go to expect at Hershey, which is not there very often. So shout out to Hershey. Good job. I like the addition. And this is, of the new credits I'm getting on this uh, here, Pennsylvania road trip, this is probably one of my most anticipated. I just like a B&M hyper coaster and a new one is going to be a lot of fun, I think. The next most, ex oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, it's definitely one that, uh, you know, I know when we were doing a, we did an episode way, way, way back about uh, the coasters that were supposed to debut in 2020. <laughs> and this was one of them. I think this one actually did. And it, yeah, it did finally wind up doing it. But just, I remember talking about this one and this being pretty, I believe it was pretty high up in my rankings as far as the new ones I'd like to do. That would make sense. That would make sense. All right. That's enough candemonium. Let's talk about the coaster you all wanted us to talk about. Coco Cruiser, the 2014 edition Zamperla Kitty Coaster. Technically, I still need this credit. I don't know if I want to get it or not, but uh, just a standard kitty coaster. Themed to Coco. So check mark. Check it, Hershey Park. Good job. All right, the next to highlight is a 1946 edition. This is probably a local's favorite or a family favorite of the park. This is Comet, the PTC Herbert Schmeck creation, the out and back. And this coaster really surprises me. Um, I thought it might be a little bit rough, you know, from 1946. Might be a little bit rough, but it's actually really smooth. They take good care of it, so... This is one I'll probably be rewriting as long as that line isn't too long. But and so I don't know, you know, what it looks like these days, but some of the older pictures of when you know when you're talking about these, I of course have to have them pulled up on RCDB just to admire them. Um have to. but at least older pictures, the uh the catwalks look like they're also painted that chocolate brown, although it looks like oh, wow. more recent pictures they went with a lighter shade, but interesting. Yeah. And this is one of those rides that um really gets dwarfed by Skyrush too. Like when you look in the mo more recent pictures, it's like, oh, God, you, why'd you do that to Comet? <laughs> but it still gives a great ride and highly recommend it. Um, one of the longer lines in the park usually, just because families love it so much. So they got to yeah. ride the big white coaster in front. Is it, so based on your visit, would you say that the crowd is kind of like going to Silver Dollar City where it's pretty family intensive do they have like a lot of entertainment and stuff sorry to kind of yeah yeah but. um i know they do have some shows and their entertainment is kind of more a street atmosphere though from what i understand or what i remember at least i remember they had like roaming characters going out to people in line and like screwing with them and stuff you know there's a lot of uh kit kats and reese's um mascots out to take pictures yeah 
we're really hoping on, on our visit we run across payday because that's my wife's favorite chocolate and or my favorite her favorite candy bar so she's got an excellent taste and i need you to let her know because i love paydays yeah, they're so good and just to have a payday mascot out is just hilarious to me because it's not a very popular candy yeah like people think it's gross because there's no chocolate in it or whatever but it man it's so good peanuts and I, guess I never realized it was a hershey property either so that's interesting yeah hershey payday baby feel kind of dumb i never read the labels though when i get a candy bar i'm just like Argh. do you know why it's called it. payday uh, i'm assuming that there is an origin story where they were looking to uh make something a little cheaper for uh people during the depression or something my god that's amazing is that yeah. it yeah, it's like on payday, you're supposed to go get your payday bar and it's like a meal replacement is what it was supposed to be. I feel like I've read, I, so I promise I wasn't like reading off of something. I know, I just, that was amazing. I feel like I've read this somewhere. But, you know, sometimes it's in the name and it's pretty in your face. It is. Yeah. Well, I'm proud of you there. That was a that was a good moment. Yeah. Use my context clues for that one. <laughs> All right. Terry is proud of me. Yeah, I'm sure he is. Big context clue guy. Yeah. All right, moving on to the next coaster. This is an underrated coaster. It doesn't get talked about a whole lot, but it's really damn good. This is the 2008 edition Fahrenheit, which is a six inversion Intamin. Um, got the vertical lift, the Norwegian loop, and a little bit of airtime. Um, came out of, it's about the same era as Maverick. So it's comparable to Maverick, but it's more of a looping. Um, God, how would I even, it's hard to even explain. It's a looping coaster, but it, it kind of feels Eurofighter-ish, but it also feels Maverick-ish. But it's not like an airtime machine. I don't even know how to really explain it. I think that's why it doesn't get talked about too much, but it's a great ride. I'm not ultra familiar with this one. Just like on the initial picture, I, they had their train first and it looks like the... Uh, Kind of looks like the train from Accelerator at Knott's. Mm. And then I thought it was going to be a launch coaster because of that. Nah. Um, but no, it's got that vertical lift. And it's like three it looks cars, like a, I think. Yeah. Fun little comp, uh, compact ride. Yeah. So this is one you got to hit early because the capacity is a little bit lower on it. But um, they just is... run one train mostly? or Nah, I think they run multiples. Okay. But this is um, top five for me in the park. I think it's a really good one. Um, God, I think I think it's top five. I haven't really done my top five here. I might have to do that after the show or after my trip. So there you go. Top five coming soon. Loading. And then there is the 1998 edition Great Bear, the B&M inverted coaster, which is an interesting one because a lot of people think it's very boring, very snoozy. Not a very good one. And some people would say this is one of their favorite B&M inverts. I'm kind of more on the sleepy side. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't love this ride, but it is unique. They, they put it in a, an interesting plot of land that it's so compact and there's so little space that there's actually a, a helix is the first element off the lift hill. So they do a little helix into a drop. And then there's a lot of straight bits. It's on a very narrow piece of land. And kind of some wacky supports to make the coaster work, which is what's unique about it. I think that when you look at it, it's like, how do they put a B&M invert right here? Um, so I'm, I'm looking at a picture of that initial helix and like, <laughs> it's bugging me. Yeah. Like, 
I just want it to be a drop. Mm -hmm. It's that first drop. You just want it to be a drop and go, this looks like something that would fit better on like uh, if it was going up the side of a hill or a mountain or something, yeah. go into that little helix and then boom, down and go a ravine. Yeah, it doesn't need to be a helix. Right. Like the ride is on the shorter side, but like, I don't know. Like, did you have to have a helix in the ride? Right. Looking at what's going on around it, it could have just been a big sweeping turn drop. Yeah. Put me through some inversions, get me back into the station. Yeah. That's all I really need in my invert. Bing, bang, boom, save a whole bunch of money on steel, and we're done. Yep. So helixes are expensive that high in the air. Um, anybody ever play Roller Coaster Tycoon? I know a guy named Chef Jeff. That's an expensive um, and useless use of a helix. All right, the 1991 edition. Used to be called Sidewinder. In 2001, it got new trains. Uh, this is the Vacoma Boomerang. So it got new trains in 2011 to get rid of, you know, the terrible clunk, 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 bash your skull in to the vest restraints in 2011. Kind of ahead of its time, um, honestly. And the vest restraints make it a little bit better than a normal boomerang. But then this year, Hershey Park went in and said, you know what? Underutilized our IP. We haven't let's take this shitty Vacoma boomerang let's paint it jolly rancher green call it the the jolly rancher remix i believe what it's called and um you know they've done about all you can do to this fucking boomerang besides tear it down to make it relevant so applause to them for that but um, this new jolly rancher remix has a scent tunnel so basically you get a flavor at dispatch of Jolly Rancher and it changes. And when you go through this tunnel, it has the scent of that Jolly Rancher. So you go through and it's like, oh, it's grape today. Oh man, I just went, I just got my head bashed, you know, to, to grape. <laughs> <laughs> so that is what the Jolly Rancher remix is. I have my strong feelings about boomerangs and they're ever present. I mean, they're cheap and they fulfill a need. Yeah. Um, but, and you know, the new paint job looks nice. I just, of all the Jolly Rancher flavors, they had to pick the worst one. Well, it, it, it alternates. No, not the, not the flavor send. I'm talking about oh, the track color. Gotcha. They picked Look. green apple for yeah. their track. It's like yeah. they know that boomerangs are the worst. Yeah. It's like, eh, we got to do this. But yeah, this is what's funny is like uh, when this ride reopened, all the coaster enthusiasts were going to it and like excited about it. But in my heart of hearts, I know that's still a fucking boomerang. Yeah. I do but, like the that they tucked a little flat ride into the Cobra Roll segment. Yes, they've got um, I forget what it's called. Um, oh my god, it's Jolly Rancher themed as well. Yeah. Uh, but it's like on. the Zamperla one that looks like it's just going to collide the whole time. Mm -hmm. And it, it looks good in front of the boomerang. Which is why I'm not mad about this project. I'm like, okay, I mean, you you went all in on this. <laughs> it's called Mixed Flavored by Jolly Rancher. Oh, there you go. Mixed. Jolly Rancher Mix. Mixed That's, Flavor, yeah. Okay. It's weird. What That's a weird, weird name for a ride. Uh, fun fact, this was also my 200th roller coaster. Um, 
during my first visit to Hershey Park, I was going to make my 200th storm chaser or no storm runner. Sorry, there's too many storm coasters. I forgot my sign in the car. So I punished myself and made my 200th roller coaster be this boomerang instead. <laughs> Looking back, I should have just, you know. I At least you have sign. a 200th roller coaster, though. I'm way slack and I need to. Ooh. One day. Sitting on, I think I, I'd have to look at the sheet again, but I'm pretty sure I'm still sitting on 146. Well, you, get, you might get 150 at Adventureland. Yeah. So that's exciting. But it All won't right. be Monster because we'll be doing the free RT first. True. And I don't know what 150 would be. What a good 150 would be, honestly. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to the next coaster, we have Laugh Track, the 2015 edition. This is a, just a basic Mauer spinning coaster. But again, Hershey Park came in and said, you know what? Let's put it in a box and let's theme it to like old school dark rides, like the cheesy cartoon faces that are kind of creepy. And, um, you know, the Q house has like those silly mirrors and it looks like a good time. I don't know that Hershey needed a low capacity roller coaster to their mix, but I mean, I guess it helps a little bit. Put some people in that line, I guess. Help spread the crowds out. But it looks like a good time. This is uh, also will be a new credit for me on my trip. So I had to prioritize Laugh Track, which is kind of annoying. And just, uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's named after her, uh, but uh, I'm seeing that Laugh and Sal makes a, a cameo is, here. I think it is spelled like that, too. It's L-A-F-F. Yeah. Yeah, Laughing Sal. I think that is that is a nod. I know. It, because that, that thing is creepy as hell, too. So, like, the cartoon version of that probably has to be somewhere in the ride. It's not great. <laughs> it's not great. All right. And then the two, 2000 edition, um, really elaborate GCI here. You have Lightning Racer. So, this is the GCI racing coaster, two separate tracks, which you don't get a lot of GCI racers out there. This is a lot of wood. It takes up a lot of space. Uh, kind of in the back of the park and it never has a line and last i wrote it it was actually running okay really smooth and it's just fun to race the other train and and see how you do this is um when it comes to gcis i feel like this does need to be talked about more but i think since it's on the older side um those newer gcis kind of fairly are talked about instead but good ride and it's better than any wooden roller coaster at cedar point so check it all right. And then uh, this is probably what most people, this is the, actually the biggest love hate ride, I think, in the industry. You've got the 2012 edition Sky Rush, the Intamin Hyper Coaster. A lot of people say thigh crush. And I will say <laughs> the lap bars on these things, they, they close on you with a vengeance and like it's indenting your thighs and giving you some of the most extreme airtime you've ever felt. So don't love like the design of the lap bars. Yeah. <laughs> and this, but, this hurts me as a man with thicker thighs. This is not yeah. something to look forward to from the sound of it. No, but it's also an insane layout. Like it's one of the more intense roller coasters I've ridden. The airtime, it, lit it literally feels like it is trying to throw you out of the ride, mm -hmm. um, which is pretty crazy. So um, I hear back left is the sweet spot for this to really feel like you're in a car wreck going down the first drop and get the most airtime. 
but a lot of people have us in this in their top five a lot of people say what the hell that was terrible um which is crazy because you think intimate hyper universally would be everybody love it that's just not the case like it's got a bit of a steve situation on his hands a little bit stevie a little bit but i would say it's even more divisive than steve yeah because steel vengeance i mean that's mostly like me and theme park stud don't like it (laughs) this it's like it's split in half moving on to 1977 this is a looping coaster this is the schwarzkopf looper best named super duper looper personal favorite name of any coaster for me and this is a family schwarzkopf you got one loop and you're going to meander around and it's going to be a damn good time you don't get a lot of these classic schwarzkopfs it's uh comparable to the new revolution, I think, is what it's called, or is it just revolution again now? I'm just Magic forever Garden. calling it revolution. It, that that's what it is. Yes, and it very much feels like revolution's brother or whatever. So mm-hmm. it's good. It's a good ride. Um, so definitely, this is another one that's pretty popular with families. So you got to be like careful. But um, it is a must ride when I go, and I feel like I need to get something with super duper looper merchandise because that's just it's the best name. There will never be another better name than Super Duper Looper. All right, and then the next coaster. It's one of the few roller coasters that's ever surprised me and just been so fun. And I was surprised that it was actually an intimate accelerator coaster. We're looking at Storm Runner. This is, the, this is how all accelerators should be. It shouldn't just be go up a dick-shaped tower and hit the brakes. There should be inversion. There should be craziness. And this has it. It goes into like a top hat, into like a a twisted drop. And then there's like some sort of weird snake dive inversion with like a weird bank turn. And I just remember riding this with Matt the first time I rode it and giggling through the whole thing. It's like, what is happening to my body right now? That's what I look for in a good roller coaster sometimes. And this one definitely hits that box. Um, if you don't like Sky Rush, this is probably your next favorite ride. Um, it's just really cool. Really good launch, really good inversions. And what other coaster is like it in the world? I can't tell you. I can't. I just can't do it. That's how I would make my, you know, when I did a launch coaster on a, in a game, it was more that layout than it was, like you said, just to go up the hill and then hit the brake run. Yeah. Unless it's I was low on money. Yeah, it's got to be fun. Um, and, it, and it's like better than Accelerator too, because Accelerator, you have a dick-shaped tower and then you just turn a bunch. This does stuff. So shout out to Hershey for putting in an Accelerator that does stuff. I appreciate that. All right, we got the 1974 edition Trailblazer, which is an era mine coaster, which is very forgettable. I remember it not being a favorite mine coaster of mine. If there's a short line, hop on it, but get your credit, keep it moving. Then the 19, not, actually, we're, we're really ending on a low note because these are like the worst <laughs> coasters we're closing out with here. 1999, you got the Wild Mouse from Mock. It's just your standard Wild Mouse. I don't love that Hershey Park has two wild mice which could be a criticism of their coaster lineup um, and this is definitely the least interesting of the two and then you have the 1996 edition wildcat which was gci's first ever creation 
named after the original wildcat, as you brought up in your history lesson. Um, nowadays, this thing runs pretty damn rough and it's very skippable. Like uh, I've rode it once and I'd never need to ride it again. Now there is some heavy rumors. You've got some markers down on wildcat that there's kind of a debate in the coaster community. Um, they would, it's an RMC rumor. So people are like, RMC is going to come in and do this. And an RMC would look nice in that lineup. And Wildcat does have some high swooping turns. There's a lot to work with there. So I think it would be a great candidate for that. But also Hershey Park, it always seems like their new additions are, you know, 10 years behind or so, which would put RMC kind of on the list there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you also have a you also have the GCI. This is GCI's original coaster. Well, GCI just come in with Titan Track. Maybe this is the first coaster that receives a full retrack of a Titan Track or which, by the way, I think that would be pretty cool because you'd have the original GCI. You wouldn't have to worry about roughness, and it's kind of nostalgic still. Call it Iron Wildcat or whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Um, I think the, the worst-case scenario is they come in and only do part of the track, which is generally what they do with that GCI Titan track yeah. right now. I'm going to say the stages thing like uh, Timberwolf got. Yeah. But lots of rumors out there. Coaster enthusiasts everywhere say if they if they RMC Wildcat, they will consider talking about Hershey Park being a better coaster park than Cedar Point. Which come on, you need an RMC Wildcat for that? Just admit it already. And that's the coaster lineup. Now Hershey Park, not just about coasters, they have all sorts of other attractions, and a couple of those to point out. You have the Hershey's Triple Tower which this was a pretty recent addition. And I remember when it was announced, I was like, why is this an addition? Because they added three SNS towers, all as separate, um, separate rides instead of like putting it all in the same tower. But they have one that's like small, they have a medium and they have a large. So it's like all themed to a different chocolate. I hear the middle one is the best ride. I think it gives the best airtime and that sort of thing the the big one's kind of the snoozy one but you know i think it's interesting i think you you take an attraction and market the same attraction to different parts of the family so like if you have an eight-year-old they might want to do the shortest one you got teenagers they might want to go on that big one so it grew on me the decision grew and and it has the the hershey chocolate ip that you're looking for so i can't complain even it's did. still accurate the um at least for pictures on their site the tallest the hershey tower uh, has a different uh, seating configuration than the other two the other two have a seating configuration like detonator um but that the standard look the the third one the hershey tower has the full seating circular mm -hmm. uh carriage um trying to think of like the superman i think at six Flags st louis I don't, I don't no, that one's different. That one has like individual four person. Oh, right, this, right. This would yeah. be more like a drop zone at like a King's Island or King hmm. Dominion, where it is just around, and you don't see it on SNS towers very often. So that is a, an interesting thing to point out, I think. Yeah. All right, another attraction. <laughs> another attraction that's high on my list. I think this would actually make my top five and like best attractions here. It is the Reese's Cup Fusion Dark Ride. 
Now, this used to be called the Reese's Extreme Cup Challenge or something like that. And it was a kind of your old school Sally dark ride where you're just shooting at cardboard targets. Well, now they've gone in and Sally's redone more and they've added screens as well as physical effects. So this looks like it could be one of the better, uh, more recent dark rides that's been created in like a regional park. So I am excited for that. Um, can't read because I, I rode the old one. I haven't ridden the, the Cup Fusion yet. They also have a whip ride here and then a mini scrambler, which I love. I love a, um, I love a scrambler, but make it a kitty size scrambler. That's extra special. Uh, definitely something special that gives that, that allows us to categorize on our uh, only scramblers page. Yeah, this is like a petite scrambler. <laughs> anyway, you also have three like transportation, like observation rides that are worth pointing out. You have the Sky View, which is going to be your traditional, why can't I think of it, gondola like sky ride that kind of goes down over the little creek in the park and back. Um, great scenic views kind of goes in and out of coasters you have a monorail and uh, the iconic ferris wheel that has like the hershey park emblem on it which is a lot of marketing around that a lot of branding so that's pretty neat just in case you forgot where you are yeah just in case and then um to add to the resort part we'll go into the resort attractions as well um technically still in the theme park here but they do have a water park called the boardwalk and it is a smaller, it's one of the smaller amusement parks, especially for, or water parks, especially for a big amusement park like Hershey Park. Not a whole lot of great attractions, but if you're looking for breaking your day, get in the wave pool, ride a couple slides, it's a good option, especially if you have a family. So you got the boardwalk and then there's also Zoo America, which is included with your admission. Um, I don't know that I've never been to Zoo America. First off, I don't know that I love it. Kind of seems like an outdated zoo, but it is an option. So when you add a water park, you add a zoo, you add 14 coasters. There's a lot to do at Hershey Park. Um, do want to point out that uh, Cedar Point does not have a free admission water park or a free zoo or any zoo. Or a so, whip. Hershey hmm. Park does. Hershey Park does, bro. <laughs> And then moving on to resort attractions as well. It almost feels like this is a part of Hershey Park because it is so close to the front entrance. But you have Hershey's Chocolate World, which is a must stop. You must go in here. And they draw you in with another dark ride, which is free admission. I mean, it's free admission to get into Hershey's Chocolate World and it's free to ride this ride. And it is the Hershey's Chocolate Tour. You go through and it shows you how Hershey chocolate is made. There's seeing cows. And it is a great time. So you're looking at two, I don't know if I want to say world-class, but really good, really good dark rides here. Which, by the way, does Cedar Point have any, any dark rides? None for my visit that I can recall. No, that's because everybody that goes there cannot recall there's a dark ride there. So I'll go ahead and check that. Hershey Park, just want to point that out. And uh, inside Hershey's Chocolate World, it's like your best shopping area, too. So you're going to find everything you need Hershey-related inside of that store. They also have, like, specialty food options where you can get, like, Kit Kat popcorn or, you know, the world's largest 
Reese's cup <laughs> to cut like a pie. Uh, you can buy stuff like that. You can buy mugs. You can buy t-shirts. It's, you must go. And then they also do have attractions that do cost extra. Um, a couple to highlight here. They have the, let's see, Hershey's unwrapped chocolate tasting, which is like a show with chocolate tasting that I've heard is pretty fun. Um, if you're into chocolate tasting, I think it's a, a good option. And then they also have a create your own candy bar. So if you got a kid with you, Ooh. it's just a cool idea to go in and make your own candy bar. And uh, that's a whole part that you can do as well. Expanding out because we're not done with the resort yet. We're not fucking done, Jeff. You also it's have the, the Hershey Story Museum. So if you want to learn more about the history of the Hershey Story, you know, there'll be a little bit of Hershey Park in there, but this is more like the Hershey chocolate brand. Probably a lot of stuff about um milton probably a lot about him and um there's also a hershey gardens so it's like a botanical garden that you can go into um both are extra charge but if you do stay at one of the two hershey hotels these are included with the hotel stay and i did look at the hotel stay and my god it is expensive so that's that's one point probably to Cedar Point, but honestly, their their hotel is also a little bit too expensive. Um, what we'll be doing on our trip is an Airbnb within uh, walking distance to Hershey Park. Let's try to do it these goes. days, man. Yeah, I don't want to pay for twenty five dollar parking. <laughs> so two days, you know. Do not blame you. Fifty dollars of parking—that's a lot. Um. Anyway, you got that. You got the Hershey Story Museum, Hershey Gardens, and. If we want to expand even more, because this is technically on resort, you can catch a Hershey Bears hockey game because if you're in the spring or the fall, uh, it's not really going during the summer. They've got that. And then they also have concert facilities. So like, I think like Poison or something, some like terrible 80s rock band the day after um, we're leaving Hershey Park is, is playing there. Uh, I think Thomas Rep might have had a concert there last month. So they, they do bring in names, and you know it's a great way to add on to your day. By the way, who, who's seen a? Raise your hand if you've seen a, a concert at Hershey Park anytime lately, or at at Cedar Point. Didn't think so. Hmm. They don't have a Dick Kinzel Museum, do they? They have any gardens, Jeff? Keep smelling flowers at Cedar Point. No, uh, you can only smell trash I... cans. I was gonna say I do remember the the midway underneath the um, skyride. The skyride, yeah, had some flowers up the middle, but I don't know if those are still there or not. Would you would you rank it as botanical garden like? Not really. Okay. Or just accent. But they do have a TGI Fridays there. Damn it! <laughs> All right. Well, Cedar that highlight. Point? Yeah, Cedar Point. That, Cedar that's Fridays. actually a strike. <laughs> And they have a Perkins. Uh, is that a second strike? I've never had Perkins. Wow. I couldn't tell you. That was my childhood, bro. I'm sorry. All right. So that's Hershey Park. There you go. Um, I do want to bring up, let's see, we're going on to Hershey, Pennsylvania, um, where Jeffrey here is going to highlight some food and drink in the area. Yeah. Um, so kind of leading off, we have a lot of these places, well, uh, one of these places carries the Hershey name, but it's not a not part of the Hershey brand. 
because uh, remember the town is also called Hershey. Right. Um, we're leading off with the Hershey Pantry. Mm. Hershey Pantry serves breakfast, brunch, and lunch. So this is going to be a front of day endeavor. Uh, they have lots of delicious offerings in a cozy atmosphere uh, with some particularly good looking muffins. Uh, looking up, which I'm sure you're doing, uh, they're filled with some sort of cream or something that looks pretty good. I'm a sucker for a good muffin. So, <laughs> aren't we all? Yeah. Get your muffin filled with cream. Yeah, you heard it first. I'm just going to leave it hanging there. All right. That sounds like sex. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, next on the list, we've got the Chocolate Avenue Grill. It's going to be a bit more upscale, uh, but, mm-hmm. but a very diverse menu, I'll say, uh, which, you know, has the general grill options, you know, get your chicken, your steak, but they've also got tacos and pastas, among other things, to help answer craving for anybody in your party. If you're going with a larger group, this is a good place to go. Some Somebody's going to find something. They've got a pretty big menu. They even have a you know, Pittsburgh steak salad with uh, oh, put some fries, fries on, on it. Hell yeah, yeah. So We're, I mean, we are kind of far away from Pittsburgh, but I love that the French fries are carrying over to the other side of the state. Yep. <laughs> so I mean, if you didn't get to try one in Pittsburgh, try one in Hershey, or do both. Yeah. Uh, next on the list, we've got Piazza Sorrento, which on TripAdvisor is the number one rated restaurant overall in Hershey. Apparently, wow. They've got Italian, Mediterranean, and pizza. Pizza itself is a, you know, I forget the scale and whether or not this is respectable, but it's a 6.9, so you can't help but say nice. Yeah. Um, It's also like sex. We're tying in sex a lot to your food today. Yeah, pretty much. That's what we do. (laughs) We are reliable in that respect. It's true. And they're highly regarded by the locals. uh, So check it out. Piazza Sorrento. I apologize if I'm mispronouncing that, but... Yeah, doing my best here. Apology accepted. Yeah, uh, another mispronunciation probably coming up. We've got uh, Triggs Brewing Company, but it's spelled I think it's Trogues. Trogues, okay. Yeah. So Trogues Brewing Company. Uh, If you want an experience, a beer, or a meal, Trogues has you covered. They've got a tasting room. They've got tours. I've got a modest food menu, which includes sandwiches and some other items. Uh, It's going to make your trip to Hershey more interesting, though. Go hit up a brewery tour. It's always a good time. This is a very popular stop amongst the enthusiasts. Um, they almost say you have to go. It's uh, it's like right up the road, too. It's real close. And they also do have, like, if you don't have time for it, they do have Trogues beer within Hershey Park. I think they might even have, like, a Trogues, like, stand or something, too. So Nice. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, rounding out the list, we've got a, a sports bar. Uh, it's called The Bear's Den. If you're seeking a more casual bar or pub environment to catch a game while you eat, this is the place to go. Uh, the, the the floor is it's pretty much floor to ceiling, like sports memorabilia and stuff. But like the actual like seating area for customers looks like a hockey rink. Hell yeah! So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'd kind of you know it's gimmicky, but I'd go. They probably I wonder how some many decent wings. I wonder how many people pretend to like slip on the ice. And how, how, how much the waitress oh. have to pretend laugh. And the waiters are like, ha, 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 and then get to the back and then spit in somebody's food. Fuck. Did it again. Yeah. Never gets old. Never yeah. gets old. 
rounds out uh, some of the food offerings over in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Beautiful. And um, I'll be taking over the area attractions while Theme Park Stud is in that Hooters parking lot. And uh, I'm going to do it a little bit differently. I'm just going to highlight a free thing that you can do. Um, what you can do as like a half day or maybe a couple hours and then something to extend your stay. So like if you're looking to stay a little bit longer, not just do the theme park, you can do that. Extend your day, extend your stay. How do you like that? It rhymes with your sex themed food. Anyway, there is some free shit you can do. <laughs> um, and my free shit in Hershey is all shopping. And um, I say it's free because when I go shopping, I don't actually buy anything. We just go look at stuff. I don't know if that's everybody's experience while shopping. But they do have a Hershey Tanger Outlets there, which everybody loves a Tanger Outlets store. Got to go get your deals and uh, shop outside, I guess. So that's pretty fun. There's also a Crossroads Antique Mall. So if you're into antiques or just need a, you know, half hour to kill, you can go into Antique Mall and go look at some stuff. Maybe buy an old-ass phone if you want to. OAP. And then I do have to throw Chocolate World in there. Technically free. Technically. Um, some things that you can do to extend your day. I actually added Trogues Brewery to mine as well. So look at that double dip in here. Um, it's a good place to spend some time. There's also, you have their concert venues as well as um let's see hockey at the spring hall i can't read my handwriting it's probably not this the spring hall anyway you got hershey park <laughs> arena and stadium and there's also a hershey theater so definitely worth checking out if you're into musicals or live performances there's a theater as well so there's and these are all kind of based off of when you're going if events are happening at the time but between the arena and the stadium, the Hershey Theater, and hockey game, you could definitely plan your trip around an event pretty easily, I'd say. And then what you could do to extend your stay, let's, let's, let's make our stay here at Hershey Park a little bit longer. Um, I think the best way is to do either Hershey Gardens or the Hershey Store Museum, especially if you're staying on resort. You can do those one day um, while going to the Chocolatier restaurant and maybe chocolate world. And then the next day, maybe a day or two, you can go to Hershey park. So, cause I would say Hershey park, if you've never been, you can do it in one day, but if you want to do everything you need, like including Hershey gardens and, you know, the Hershey museum and that sort of thing, two, maybe three days. It's possible. All right. So that's the, that's Hershey. That's Hershey. That's Hershey park. That's Hershey, Pennsylvania. That's Hershey, baby. Hershey, baby. All right, moving on. About 30 to 45 minutes down the road, we have a little park that is not owned by Hershey, but is rather a, what would you call it? I forget the name of this, uh, which is terrible. They own Adventureland. They own Kennywood. Park Rio Nudos, I think, is their like international name. I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to get it. The, but anyway. At least who I am showing is the current owner is Palace Entertainment. Thank you. That's what I'm looking for. Palace. Yeah. This is a Palace Entertainment Park. And I've probably mentioned this on the show before, but Jeff, 
I'm officially a season pass holder at this park. Oh yeah. Yep. The, does does Palace have a thing for does it cover all their parks? Yes. That's awesome. And um, you know, I'm not a world's of fun person this year. I'm, I'm not I might go in the fall one time, you know, but I'm not gonna be a season pass holder at Worlds of Fun. So I was looking for like what park do I get a season pass to? I chose Silver Dollar City because at Ventureland, their platinum pass is like $300, $400. Here, it was $169. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Which I don't know if it's actually $169, but I did want to say $69. So. Nice. Anyway, I was looking at it, and um, I had a prize from In The Loop because I did win their Fantasy League in 2020, which gets you a way to extend your amusement park day, and I make a video for In The Loop. So that'll be coming probably in the fall for them. But I said, hey, get me that Dutch Wonderland season pass. Get me into all the palace parks because that would also get me into Kennywood, Idlewild if I wanted to, um, and then Adventureland. So for free RT, I'll get admission to Adventureland, and they have their new October – they have their new Han event that I want to go back up there. So I might get two visits out of that. So it's basically my local pass, but it's for Dutch Wonderland. <laughs> So, yeah, big Dutch Wonderland enthusiast here. I can't wait to visit multiple times. Psych, I'll probably be there for like an hour and then have a season pass. But anyway, is there a history of this place, Dutch Wonderland? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Uh, Dutch Wonderland opened in 1963, so technically older than World of Fun. Uh, run by a former potato farmer named Earl Clark, who actually is also responsible for the castle entrance. Is he a uh, the, carrot farmer now? I don't know what he does. He's fucking over he's potatoes. Alive. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, the Clark family sold Dutch Wonderland to, actually, so you said not owned by Hershey. They were formerly owned by the Hershey Entertainment and Resorts mm. Company in 2001, who in turn sold on to Palace in 2010. Uh, the park has been twice recognized in the Golden Tickets Award, Golden Ticket Awards. For best family park in 2019 and 2021 nice that's exciting and you know what excites me about dutch wonderland is yes it's pretty much just three kitty credits three kitty coasters to all enthusiasts but when you dig a little bit deeper there is some theming there are some nice rides it's a pretty park so um yeah it's it's not just your average plop some rides down there's actually some fun theming behind it so that'll be highlighted later but we gotta we gotta know what the food is about here at dutch wonderland if it's even worth it i, I don't know but i'm excited to hear about it i mean they've got they've got a handful of options uh leading off with penley's pub which is actually new in 2021 uh features a selection of local beers and pretzel themed snack foods the pretzel's huge here like i even think it's in their uh logo it might be, yeah. Uh, I know they just dropped some merchandise. It's like Dutch Wonderland and the pretzel, which maybe it's a big Amish thing because this is a big Amish town. I don't know. Yeah. But they've, they've got, uh, among those pretzel-themed things, they've got giant pretzels, pretzel sandwiches, and pretzel desserts. So, yeah. It's all about the pretzel here. And get yourself a local beer to pair with them. Nice. Uh, next on the list is we've got... Uh, Merlin's Pizza and Pasta Buffet. Oh, I think I that mean, just opened. 
Yeah. They just uh, got a new sign or something. I yeah, well, it's, it's, it's saying now opens. I don't know if it was like it closed formerly or if it's brand new. I think it's brand new. I don't know much about the park personally, but I'm a season pass holder. I know a lot. Yeah, you do know. <laughs> um, I would probably say this is this would be a way to cap off your day if you've already gotten all the rides you're going to get in because being at a buffet at an amusement park is kind of defeats the purpose of being in an amusement park. It's like you're mm. just asking yourself to Ralph all over something or someone. Yeah, and then um, like you're not going to be hungry for the rest of the day, so it's like, right, can't have any fun snacks. It. But it is an option if you are passionate about eating pizza or pasta in bulk, which I am. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, next up on the list, you're in Pennsylvania. You got to load up on potato patch while you can, and they've gotcha. got one. So, yeah, probably got the Kittywood recipe, even yeah. Right. Uh, next up, we've got, uh, and this is a coming soon. It's not open yet, but when it's open, you got to hit it. I'm going to use my Junction. pass. Dole Whip Junction. Yep. Tell me about this. It's going to have Dole Whip pineapple swirls and pineapple floats, nice. but it's Dole Whip. You can't skip on the Dole Whip. You really can't. I love it. That's what's I up. Taste I like it. that. Mm. That's what's up. I need some. I need some Dole Whip in my life. <laughs> Uh, and then we'll uh, round out the list here. I mean, there's a, there's a handful of options beyond what I've mentioned, but these are just, just the highlights here. We've got uh, the Millstream Eatery, uh, which will have a pretty wide menu uh, featuring personal pizzas, hot dogs, chicken, salads, wraps, and desserts. Nice. So this, is, this would probably be the more likely sit-down place, I would say, if you're going in with family or, or a large group compared to uh, Merlin's Pizza and Pasta Buffet. Yeah. Well, good. I'm, I might have to check something out. I think I get 20% off food as a, as a pass holder because I am very VIP there. Awesome. Um, so I'm, I'm going to check one of those out. I appreciate you doing the research for me. Yeah. All right. We'll highlight the rides here at Dutch Wonderland, and we'll talk about what people talk about the most, roller coasters. They have a, a 1998 edition called Joust, which is a fairly unique. I, I can't think of the last time I've seen a Chance Kitty coaster or if I've ever ridden one, but this is the 16-foot-tall Chance family coaster. It's purple. It's not necessarily the prettiest ride, but it is plopped down, and adults can ride it, and uh, I will get that coaster credit. So excited to ride the Chance Kitty coaster when I go. It does look like it might have a sweet little head chopper effect. Yeah, very possible. I might be too tall for it. Who knows? Um, we'll see if I uh, you know, have a head after I write it. I believe anyway. in you. Yeah, thank you. I'll just duck, I guess. Uh, the 1992 edition, you've got the Kingdom Coaster, which is um, coaster enthusiasts would be like, hey, this is kind of a legit coaster. It is a CCI, which nowadays it's hard to find those custom coaster internationals coasters out there because uh, they don't exist anymore. So good to see this one still running from 1992. It is 55 feet tall and was formerly called the Sky Princess. And uh, what's unique about this ride? I love the paint job. I think it's like a blue and purple situation. Yeah, it reminds me, I could be way off here and thinking of it wrong, but it reminds me of the paint job that uh, at Kings, I think it was at Kings Island when it was Scooby-Doo's Ghoster Coaster. They did have like a wacky paint job, I think. I like that. Yeah. So yeah, wacky paint job for the win at a kids park. I'm down with that. 
And then 2018, you saw a pretty good addition here, Merlin's Mayhem, which is an SNS family coaster, 60 feet tall. Looks pretty big in the park, I would say. Um, you know, I'm excited for it. I hear there's a little bit of a vibration on this thing, and it's a little bit short. But a credit's a credit, homie. And this is like, these are usually pretty fun. I like the Vacoma versions of these, and I've never ridden an SNS, so I'm excited to see what that's about. Apparently, it's real vibrating. But some other things to mention at Dutch Wonderland, because it's very easy to dip in, dip out, get this done in 30 minutes, see you later, go to Hershey Park. But if you really slow down, there is a lot of things to do at this park. And most of what that is, is going to be transportation type rides. So they do have a train here. They do have an antique car ride that kind of works like a transportation ride it kind of loops the back end of the park you also have a monorail you also have a sky ride you also have the gondola cruise which this is one of my favorite attractions there i probably won't ride it but there is at the front entrance you have this dragon off to the side off of a rock and this is just a boat ride that's just on a track and it's just in a lake and it's funny because you, you see the fence and like you've got this immersive dragon thing, but then like on your way out to the lake, you can see like the Popeyes across the street <laughs> and like, but, but it's just fun. You're just in a, in a lake going back and forth. You go inside this cave and um, you know, it's better than nothing. And for kids, it's probably pretty cool. And then you also have dragon's layer, which I wrote that down and I don't remember what that is. Maybe I just described Dragon's Lair. I don't know. Ah, what I just described was Dragon's Lair. Um, the gondola cruise is actually like a boat ride. So you're in a lake and um, not, not necessarily a lake, kind of more river-like, more like a flume. And you're driving a boat through, like a motorboat. Ooh. Right. So when you look at that. Got... For anybody that's not uh, able to see us. Yes, yes. Um, so yeah, you've got a lot of transportation type rides, which is really neat, I think. And then you also have a double splash flume ride, which is a pretty solid looking um, log flume. You've got the Dutch Wonder House where you sit on a bench and the house rotates and makes you puke inside. Really cool. And then you have the prehistoric path, which is basically dinosaurs alive, but it's free. And it's in the back of the park on, I think it's called Exploration Island. They have like pterodactyls in the trees and shit. So, I mean, if you want to wander around, ride a few transportation rides, ride a log flume, this could be a half day park pretty easy, even if you're just two, two adults in a theme park. So, you have anything else on Dutch Wonderland? Any closing comments? No, it's, uh, it looks interesting. Definitely. It- looks like an easy half day hit yeah and you know if you pair it with i know a lot of people pair it with knobles or pair it with hershey park hershey park's a little tough because you're going to be so about trying to get back to hershey park that i don't know if it's like worth it but um yeah that'd be pretty cool what i'm going to be doing actually is we'll be hitting um dutch wonderland in the morning and then taking care of getting back to our airbnb get some laundry done and then doing the preview plan for Hershey park. So that's a pretty good way to play it because you get the last two hours of Hershey for free. 
So when you look at it that way, pretty good way to play it. Huh? Lancaster, Pennsylvania. That is the land of Amish folks. There's a lot of people there. This area is very much influenced by the Amish community. So I'll highlight the attractions for Lancaster. First thing to do, the free thing. You got the Lancaster Central Market, which is the market of Lancaster. It's basically a delicious supermarket with, but farmers grow some stuff and put it there, right? Hmm. A lot of farm to table situation maybe here. I don't really know. I didn't really check the background or the, uh, um, you know, legitimacy of this place, but it is highly ranked on TripAdvisor and looks like a great place to go and maybe gather some food for your Airbnb. Who knows? Um, as far as to extend your day, what you can do here, they have an Amish farm and house, which I don't know how I feel about. Uh, very much feels like an attraction to show off how the Amish people live. And that's uncomfortable to me. It, it feels like, um, I don't know. Like a human zoo. It feels like a human zoo. There we go. That's what I'm trying to say. So like, I mean, if you don't think it's a human zoo, go see it. Um, but a lot of people come to this area to kind of see how the Amish live. Which it's like, maybe if you're inspired by that, that's cool. But I don't know. Feels a little weird to me. But it is I've a top attraction. To ditch electricity. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to do that. Like, I'm going to, I feel weird going there and like taking pictures and tweeting about it, you know? Right. Just doesn't feel right. But it is something you can do here. Um, I'm just going to go over the amusement park probably. But if you're looking to extend your stay, um, I think the coolest way to do it, especially if you have kids, is actually at Dutch Wonderland, they do have a hotel themed to Cartoon Network. So if you are a Cartoon Network fan or your kids are, they have the Cartoon Network Hotel. And inside of that hotel, there's like a really nice pool. There is like arcades and all sorts of kids stuff to do inside of there. So if you're looking to extend your stay and, um, you know, maybe stay the night there, check that out. I think that's a pretty cool option. There's your Lancaster attractions. I wonder if there's any food here. There's, there's a few food options. Um, I'll lead off with the Silver Spring Family Restaurant. It looks to be an older family-style restaurant with a diner-style fare and a pretty well-regarded breakfast. Uh, that's the Silver Spring Family Restaurant. Not, not a lot of sexy to it. just looks like a, a good breakfast place to hit, good standard breakfast place. There you go. Um, we've got the Belvedere Inn, which it's going to be a more upscale option. You might bring something a little nicer to wear to check in here. Uh, but the meals look this is this is good fancy eating mm. um, and it's a vacation so you might as well splurge if you can might as well yeah it's a good date spot if if you're uh like coaster bro taking mrs coaster bro to a you know little, little coaster run so or if, or if you're single and you're swiping on tinder and found a lancaster local yeah i feel Hopefully like it's I was going to say the Tinder game can't be good in Lancaster. That's just yeah. what I think. I don't know what to, what to say in all this. <laughs> <laughs> um, next, uh, we've got a brewery here too. We've got the Lancaster Brew Co. 
uh, excellent food menu to pair with some delicious local beers. And they have house-made pierogi, which I will always recommend trying. Uh, you know, I've never had course, a pierogi. It's, it's like a dumpling with mashed potatoes inside. Oh, shit. That sounds good. It's great. They're great. <laughs> and they can be served a number of different ways. They can be boiled, baked, fried. Mm. I, I love them all. It's a family food for me. So Nice. Um, and just to kind of give a little shout, they too have a Pittsburgh steak salad on the menu. Yes. Let's go. Yeah. Let's ride. <laughs> and uh, uh, just kind of one more shout here. It'll be another breakfast or dessert joint. Uh, we've got Rachel's Cafe and Crepery. If you like crepes. She's like a really thin pancake. Go hit up Rachel's. They've got some good looking stuff. I trust a woman named Rachel to make a good crepe. I really do. Yeah. There's something about that combo. Yeah, it really is. Hopefully she has the Rachel haircut from the 90s. You know what I mean? That's what I'm hoping. Hopefully not Rachel Ray. Not Rachel Ray. Not Rachel Ray. Rachel from Friends. Rachel from Friends. The Rachel. Excellent. There's Lancaster. We talked all about Hershey Park. We talked all about Dutch Wonderland and the surrounding communities. Sounds like a damn good time. Uh, Go visit. It'll be a good time. All right. Well, the next stop on our road trip, we're actually going to be, we've been in Pennsylvania for a while now, Jeff. I want to say over a month at this point. Yeah. And uh, it's, I would say in, in my mind anyway, yeah. um, Only two States in the United States can claim coastal capital of the U S what are they? It's Ohio and Pennsylvania. There you go. And even though um, I, I would say, for me at least, Pennsylvania is above Ohio. Yeah. Because you only got two Cedar Fair. I mean, you got two Cedar Fair parks and you do have like an indoor park and you've got the park that's open like three days a year over there. But if, if Geauga Lake was still open, I think you'd have more of a case for Ohio because I too true. tend to lean Pennsylvania. Yeah. But, well, Pennsylvania has like the a classic feel to it, and like the the more mm-hmm. Americana feel to the amusement park, and that's what I look for in a lot of my parks. So, yeah, I'm Team Pennsylvania. A lot of people would say California, Florida need to be in on this conversation, but I'm still Team Pennsylvania the whole time. I would say they have more of a right to theme park capital of the U.S. than roller coaster capital of the U.S. True. This is true. Personally. But that's just because they are the ones carrying the Disney's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is, that is true. All right. So the next stop on the road trip, we will be going to Maryland to check out Six Flags America and Adventure Park USA, as well as highlighting the DC area. So that will be coming at you. Um, gosh, I'm trying to even think when that is. I got to check my notes here. It's going to be a while till we get there. August. So we'll, we'll see that August 2nd. So it is, I think it is normally as planned. But just for you guys to know, uh, I will be going on this, you know, week and a half, two week trip. So we will have some pre-recorded episodes. A lot of 69 questions coming your way. Theme Park Stud will be hitting you next week. And then Chef Jeff going to be hitting us with 69 questions the week after nice. that. And then we'll have a little show just to kind of um, talk about the long trip that the mega road trip that my wife and I went on, how it went, what we did, and tips for you. So that'll be great. 
Um, but we appreciate your patience while I'm, you know, getting content for the show. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then uh, make sure you check us out on social media we're everywhere the best place to go solo.to slash coaster cuzzies you've got all of our links to tiktok instagram uh the twitter machine our store where you can get a nice mug or a t-shirt very fun and uh there'll be some extras coming up there soon so check it out solo.to slash coaster cuzzies this is where we close out the show and i never know how to do it without theme parks done you know what to do america stay flying go get a pretzel or a pittsburgh steak salad pittsburgh steak salad